Yo, what's up, guys? This is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to another episode of Dating Intelligence. I got my beautiful co-host, Jamie Villamore, sitting by my side today. Hey! What's up, girl? You get a high five today. How are you? Uh, so, guys, we're, we're going to do like a quick episode today because Jamie and I were discussing. We're literally sitting here in studio right now. We have a bunch of stuff going on here today, but we just started talking about this debate, and we're like, you know, let's just fucking get on air and start talking about it. So I just want to let you guys know that we all have a different perspective that we see in our, out of our own, out of our own yes. eyes. So I, I call it perspective out of our own lens, right? Like you see something different um, than what I see something, you know, but this is why things work in the world, right? Our debates. Our debates. But this is, um, you know, it's not like it's controversial or anything like that. And sometimes people get to that point, but I feel like a debate is healthy. You know, it's like having an argument with your with your partner. It's yes. healthy. You know, if you don't argue, what the fuck are we doing? Right? I agree. It's yeah. just having a difference in opinion and learning how to communicate and comprehend Correct. like we've talked about. Yeah. So it's okay to have a difference in opinion, but mm -hmm. like for me to understand your view and be like, yeah, I don't necessarily agree, but I see your point of view and vice versa. And then half the time with that being said, it actually sometimes meshes right to the same place where people don't really understand. So, yeah. so what we're getting at today, guys, is like <laughs> Jamie has an opinion on um, let's, let's just call it a woman's place. Okay. Let's just call it that. Ooh. So I'm going to be <laughs> honest. Like, um, a, I feel like a lot of women are not going to agree with me, um, and my point of view mm -hmm. in this sense, but this is how I feel. And this is my, my point of view and not only from experience, but just how I feel. Right. Right. Well, why don't you share with everyone with that? No, what no. The, you, you <laughs> okay. Well start, then I'll you start it off. I will start it off. All right. But so before we like get started yes. here. Um, we have these shots from Spartan Detox. Right. We have a Rage shot and we have the a Power detox, shot. Yeah, power shot by Spartan so Detox. So I haven't tried these yet and we wanted to kind of try them on air. Are you down? I am down. Is mine spicy? Because I will die on air I if it's spicy. I don't fucking know if okay. it's spicy. Right. Um, mine has lime juice, ginger juice, apple juice, spinach. Turmeric. Turmeric. Mine's turmeric, lime juice. Oh, I can drink this. All okay. Right. So okay. do you want, do you want a Rage or do you want Power? I'll do the Power. Okay. All right. Here we're going to we go. do this on air, guys. Here we go. It's gonna it's gonna get me heated already. I'm gonna have some fun with this. Okay, you ready? Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Mmm. Damn. Woo! You take that down you really get it well. Down. I know. I Woo. like to swallow. <laughs> That's why I love you, girl. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're gonna discuss this, guys. So Jamie has an opinion. Which I don't think is. Can you? I, are right, you babysitting I'm, I'm, over no, here? I, I, hey, I'm slow. Get it down. Like, I, I don't. I don't swallow. Right? It's what I don't do. <laughs> and this is why I love you. This is really good. Mm. This is really good. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right, Spartan Detox. Thank you, Power Shop. You guys should try this out. But anyways, um, so we both have this opinion on like you know a woman's place in the home versus a woman actually in the workforce, and it, obviously yes. this all stemmed from the movement of feminism, the feminism feminism movement, yes. and some things like that. Obviously now, transferring into transforming into the Me Too movement, mm -hmm. which I feel is just kind of way overboard at some point in time because a guy can't really be a guy anymore with a woman without feeling like you're overstepping boundaries. Yeah. So, so uh, what you were discussing while we were off talking off air is the fact that you feel like a woman's place is in the home where I feel like, you know, I don't mind a woman being at home as long as she actually has a sense of worth. And that's why I feel like, you know, obviously my woman, she's a work, you know, she's a power woman, you know, she's a boss, she's a boss bitch. She works her ass off. And this is where time has changed over, uh, things have changed over time to where women, if you're at home and strictly taking care of the house is almost not really, I want to say frowned upon, but it's not the norm anymore. 
So what do you think about that? Do you really think that? I, I honestly feel that way. I mean, if, if a woman's not working, you know, because that's, that's, that's their, once again, this is their product. I'm not, I'm not saying yes. that I want a woman to work. It's like, I just want a woman to be happy with who she's with yes. and happy with what she's that's doing. That's really what it boils down okay. to. Mm -hmm. But do you, do you, George, really quick, um, a woman, do you think that she should work and contribute? A hundred percent. I would wow. never, no, like when I tell you, I would never be with a woman that isn't getting after hers. Yeah. yeah. I would never do it. Like, I love that. I, yeah. My mom was the breadwinner in the house my entire really? life growing up. Yeah. I mean, my dad was still a hardworking guy, yeah. but yes. my mom was in a she high level. Him. Yeah. Out earned him. And there was never a conflict. It was right. actually like quite peaceful okay. at all times. But this so is, I'm going to start mm -hmm. off by saying you guys, just, um, just so you know, I've been on both ends of the spectrum, but for the most part, every man that I've been with, I've pretty much out earned. Yeah. Um, you have. In one you way or another. Before. And mm -hmm. I've always contributed. So even when my children were young, I still contributed in one way, shape or form to the family financially. Right. Um, and granted it wasn't much, but it was something because and it was at a scrapbook store, I'll be honest. Okay, but that's okay. Um, but yeah. but once again, I feel like your personality and your soul and who you are as a person yes. wouldn't even I I can't see you staying at home, honestly. No, no I would know? so I would always be contributing in one in some shape or form to the family, but my contribution during that time clearly when I was married, mm -hmm. my priority was my children. Okay. So anything I did um, always revolved around them. So at the time, it was a scrapbook store. And guess what? My kids weren't left with a nanny. They weren't left with babysitters. They fucking came to work with me. Yeah. So I taught them how to run a register, how to inventory, how to put things on the shelf, how to talk to customers, how to answer a phone. So I was providing value in that way. Right. Was I bringing home the bacon? No, I was not. My husband was out earning me at the time. Um, but I would still bring home like a nice little check that maybe paid for the groceries that And week. that's completely fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm just complete opposite of that. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm wish I could even have a piece of bacon, honestly, cause I need to start, <laughs> I know my, my, my significant out earns me like tenfold, you know, but and I know so amazing. she's, she's a, she's a fucking boss, you know, but at the same time though, it's like, I know what I contribute to that relationship as well, but what I guess do you contribute? I contribute like basically just my, obviously my looks that always comes oh, first, God. right? My, my sexual prowess <laughs> always comes second. Actually, I'm going to put the sexual prowess first, then my looks come first. But anyways, no, no, it's like I, uh, what I contribute is just that, that what I call the yin yang factor for myself. It's like, I'm working, I'm striving, I'm, I'm going for what I want in life. And she supports that, you know, it's like, I follow my dreams. I have a passion and that's the other thing that she Okay, that but she, you haven't answered. What are you contributing uh, to what the I'm, relationship? What I'm, what I, that's, you know what? I am contributing. My part is contributing, just taking care of what needs to be done as far as the things that she doesn't have time for. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you right now what you contribute because I ahead. already know and I've showed up to your house and yeah. I've seen you in your fucking environment. You know what you fucking I don't contribute? fucking know what I contribute, George. Now I feel like you. I'm just like, shit, well, what the hell? Dude, I'm, she like stuck you like I love fresh you. and fit. Yeah, this is actually Reverse. No, 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 no. Can we talk about puppies? No. <laughs> can, can we? I, Chris, <laughs> I love you, so I'm calling you on your thank shit you, because you. I'm yeah. your fucking friend. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you what you contribute because I've fucking seen and I've been in your home and I've been around your amazing fucking woman. And yeah, she is holding it down and she mm -hmm. out-earns you. But what did you do when I got there? I was so freaking tired. But this man, he fucking, after he worked, 
He went to the grocery store. He put together food and he had a fucking hot meal for her when she got home. Oh, so yeah, she you. is. Yeah. She may be out earning you and crushing in that area, but you're taking care of her and that's what you provide to yeah, her. I appreciate so you that. made her a nice, healthy meal, right. knew what she liked. The house was freaking spotless and clean and put together. And I you have been working that. all day. So that yes, this is so true. you contribute to her in that way to help her. And she had to stay stay late, but you're like, don't worry. I heard you. I, I hear the way you talk to her. I'm going to wrap it up, babe. It's going to be here for you and yep. hot and ready for you when you get home. All the dishes were put away. When I got up in the morning, kitchen, spick and span. I know she didn't fucking clean it. Right. Oh, I appreciate it. This is George. This is why I appreciate this woman yeah. right now. This is why you're my co-host. I love you to uh, death, girl. Thank a, you. You're filling your, your right. book. I always say it's like, the best way to get out of a, a cycle or a depressed type of state is like you got to fill your bucket with easy tasks mm -hmm. that may seem like just so fundamental that it doesn't contribute that much, but it contributes everything. Like right. Yeah. Such an ease of life. And that it and is. that's the thing that sometimes what it matters the most, like you said, is just taking care of the things that someone doesn't have time for. And it's like, I know, 100%. I know, like I said, I'm working my you ass off and I'm busy easy. as fuck, but I do. And I try to do that as much as I can, because I know that if I'm sitting and I have a moment of time, you know, I'd rather spend that moment of time doing for her that needs to be done mm -hmm. than taking that time out for myself. Yeah. Although I need that time I'm, for myself, but do. I still... You know, I'd rather go the extra mile and make sure it's done for her first. So yeah. in theory, and this is so getting back to what you're saying, then that was the whole point of this whole debate in the first place is how you said, you know, you said that you felt like a woman as places should be a homemaker in the home. But all every single woman still has to contribute. And they do one thousand percent. So and, and let me let me cut you off in mm -hmm. that sense. I, I'm not saying every single woman's place is in the home, but I will say if as a woman you want to have children and create a family yes then i think that those first years your place should be in the home and the Most nannies definitely. should not be raising your kids the babysitters this and that so if that's something that you guys decide to do then that's where you need to be if you want to raise successful amazing freaking kids Agreed. no one else should be raising your kids so Agreed. that's a commitment you make and you give up a huge portion of your life for that right Right. So, agreed. No, I agree. But you with don't you. give it all up because clearly I've been able to balance both and I feel like I have three amazing kids. And you do have three amazing kids. And you're also a boss bitch yourself. That's the thing though too. And you, you work your ass off. And that's why I was getting back to the beginning where I said that even though you feel like and I agree with you with the children and all that stuff, that one hundred percent and taking care of your man and all that stuff like that, or vice versa. Um, but I also know that, you know, one of the things that we all hear, especially nowadays in today's world, is the fact that a woman is working her ass off, right? She's taking care of the home, she's taking care of the kids. But you're right, we have to supplement by bringing in, you know, the yeah. nannies and the extra when I work. Hear like that, that I cringe right. though. Okay. Because okay. I, I feel And by the way, sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off. That's not in all parts of the country though, right. as well though. We still have to think about the Midwest. We gotta think about some parts of the country where people don't have nannies, people don't have housekeepers, people are doing it all themselves. And it's a lot of work. And going this on. is why, mm -hmm. and this is my opinion. This is why we are in such a, a shitty space. Like right. our family has literally, it, it's so sad. To you see. mean the family unit? The family theory? unit okay. it is literally being destroyed. And I think it's because, you know, we're as Americans yeah. and, you know, living here in the United States, we're, we're bringing all these kids like into our family unit and you know the mom's working the dad's working and then who's raising the kids yep it's everyone else yeah and even the the whole school system it's it's such a joke to yeah me. 
Right. It's just like a, yeah, it's just like a, a, a that's just a daycare, I feel like in theory now. Yeah. I mean, the LAUSD right now at this moment are striking again. I had one of my kids for tennis yesterday during the morning time because the school had texted or emailed everyone yesterday saying, hey, there's no school and there won't be school until the strike's over. So now you're putting parents in the predicament of having to watch their kids because, what? and all these things, until that strike gets solved, there's no one at school. There's no workers. Are your kids at no, home? Well, my remember in my district, They're everybody's at school because okay. we have a good, you know, I'm not gonna say we have a great, um, right. we have a great district. I'm not gonna lie, but LAUSD as, as a whole, they're all striking right now, and and that wow. puts kids back at home as if it was COVID time again. And these kids might be out of school for three weeks now because of this. And there were so many kids that struggled when they were out of school from right. COVID. Right. And so COVID. so how do you how do you even catch up now? Even if they all go back now, and, the, and by the way, I'm behind the teachers 1,000% because the superintendent apparently, what, what, got, what they got wind of is that he's getting a new bathroom in his, in his office. And so it's like, so you can get a brand new renovated bathroom in your badass big blah, blah, blah office, but yet we're asking for this amount of money. We're asking for this and you can't help the school system as a whole. So teachers are always getting shafted on that route. But what about the kids though? You know, once again, what about the parents who need to be there for those kids who are both working yeah. or not home? And now they got to make those sacrifices in order to take care of the kids because some of these kids might run off again, it's such a start running the streets effect. again, you know, whatever they're doing and not really. But think about it. If the woman was not working, mm -hmm. then what what um, problem does that that pose That's for the a good family? Point. That's so a good the woman point. would be at home taking care of the kids and homeschooling. And I will tell you and be completely honest: if my kids were in school during this time, there's no way in hell I would send them to public school. They started off in private when I was married, but okay. clearly when we divorced, I couldn't afford private school. And that's why I went back to school, and that's why I got my education degree so I could follow my kids because I knew I couldn't afford the private school. I mean, so, you're just a tiger mom, though, Jane. But, you um, just wanted to keep but tabs on your children. I did. <laughs> I did. I found out all the little fuckers I did not want like, my, my children around. She's like, not only are you going to teach at that school, I'm going to be going to your lunches. I'm going to be doing they knew. this. Yeah, they of course knew. they did. I followed them from uh, elementary school all the way to high school. Like, right. don't don't even fuck with me. So funny. So, so but funny. yeah, I think I would definitely be um, homeschooling. Okay. So, what is your point of view on the Me Too movement? Let's let's talk about that. I think that um, I think that women are at a huge advantage in that sense in okay. the workspace, mm -hmm. and it, it kind of. It kind of sucks for men. Right. In the workspace. I hear workspace. In but what workspace. about, let's let's talk about the whole situation. I'm talking about not just working. I want the whole 100% of the Me Too movement. Like, you know, as far as, you're right. It puts us guys, and George, if you have something you can add to this one. But by the way, we're, George is our producer over we there. We love the corner, George. We do love yeah, George. No, but I want to know about your opinion on, for as, as a male in the uh, Me Too movement, like I... I'll start with me. Like I, I appreciate the movement. I appreciate some aspects of me, and I appreciate that you know, I, you know, I am woman. Hear me roar. This is my voice because, like I said, I'm a huge advocate for women. But it puts a guy in a huge back. It's pushing guys off of it a little bit because women still want a guy to be a guy. They still want a man to take charge in certain aspects of things, right? But at the same time, though, if I can't open that door for you, if I can't do this for you, and you're scolding me for that, it puts guys in a spot of like, what the fuck do we want? What can we do for you now? You know, yeah. and now you're yelling at me because I'm not doing it. Yeah, I, it's um, have you ever heard the expression, however far you pull a pendulum to one side, it's going to swing back equally as hard? Yes, it will. So it's we're, the, the pendulum's just being pulled, 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 pulled in the woman's favor. And I'm not saying all the things aren't warranted, but 
just understand that it's going to come back and whether it's going to come back in the form of comedy, which I think it will. <laughs> like, I think we're going to see that a lot of the jokes being made are going to start going against the Me Too movement. Right. Or, you know, like people that Louis C.K. was a great example. He's come out with two specials since then. Okay. I highly recommend you watch them. Okay, that's because great. That's a prime example of the pendulum swinging back the other way, saying like, yeah, there was a, a point in time where guys had lost all the power, but let's just be honest. Like, everybody's still a good human at the end of the day. Not everybody's these assholes. Right. And I think it's uh, the effect of it's being publicized on social media all the time. Like, cases are coming out less and l less frequently, I would say now. Um, That's because they got all the bad ones. All the bad eggs are out. Right, you right. Know, so. And then so now it's like balancing out again. So I'm not like completely terrified. I mean, we had four women interns start working at Sticky Paws. Okay. So we went from four white guys to now four girls, three of them being black girls. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Like, so like the dynamic of our conversations, we had to realize early on, we're like, okay, do we change ourselves? Like, because we were like raunchy. You? you know what? The girls were the anomalies. Okay. They came at us harder than we came at that's them. That's how I am. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs> so when that happened, we're, I was like, okay, we're at peace. Yeah. Right. Like there's not this contention. And I get that part but of it. The, Go ahead. the chances of that being used against you versus me are drastically different. And that's where I think it's unfair. As far as like if you were to. Like she's saying basically like how like think about it. Let's be honest. When I see you sometimes, like I like to grab your chain or be like, ooh, right. Because yeah, yeah. George has like a um he's got a little fur on his right. chest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fur. And I love him. <laughs> but if I'm George came up to me and was like Grab me right there. Ooh, look at that necklace and rubbed Sheesh. my chest. You're so right. I, I mean, I gotta admit, Fuck. I get away with that shit all the time. I mean, that's, so, a, that's just that's, that, I, it's my approach. It's the we, how I you know I, so I will say we are at um, you guys are at a huge distance. No, but, but that's, but you know, but despite that, that's, we've always been at a disadvantage of that because, and people have asked me a thousand, you know, like I've heard it over the years where it's like saying that, Hey, do you ever feel like, you know, when this happens, I go, look, I get abused from women as much as you probably would from guys. Just I've because seen it. like you said, there's like girls that come up, and just feel like they have hands-on rights. Just like, for instance, like someone saying, can I, you know, like, can I pet your dog and just start petting your dog? It's what it is for me sometimes. It's like I literally sit there and go, like, I'm sorry, did I did I say you could come in my space? But yet the girl feels like it's they have that right. But yet if I go in your space without saying it the You're right way, perv. I'm a perv, I'm gonna get smacked, or hey, mm -hmm. help, help, whatever and it is. And granted, there are men that do abuse the power. And I get that, and they do, and I 1,000% But do. I will say those guys, I can typically read the energy, and yeah. I steer completely and, clear. And so that's I know why, not to yes. put myself in that that space or that environment to where like here, I like when I see George, I know I feel safe. Of course. Oh, thanks. Yeah. 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 No, so. I mean, that's, uh, that's the thing. Like I haven't seen the extreme me too people. Like, you know what I mean? Like I haven't seen an extreme abuse of power. Yeah. Uh, my mom worked in HR uh, for a long oh. time. So growing up, I used to hear a lot of stories of, oh, uh, so-and-so lady reported this guy for staring at her boobs and all the meetings and stuff. So like I, and, but then my family would joke about it. My dad would be like, Oh, what's wrong with the guy staring at a pair of tits? You know what I mean? Like, you know, so, but then my mom was like, yeah, but we, we have to discipline them, you know, yeah. like this, we can't be creating that culture. So like I had both sides. Can you imagine all times. If so, did anyone in her time ever come to HR and be like, we were in a meeting and she kept staring at my dick. 
(laughs) Never once. Yeah. Never once. This is the thing. I have to say, like, some women abuse that. So that's why the whole, like, Me Too movie. I get that. I mean, we all can't be in a Demi Moore movie, right? We all can't be in a Demi Moore movie. Let's face it that way, right? You know, no disclosure, no whatever. But... But you're right though. It's 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 it. But that dynamic, George, what you just said, that's the dawn of time though. It's like that's always going to be debatable, controversial on how what 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 a guy and what a girl can do in that in that space where you know girls like they say girls dress provocatively. Let's say you know all of a sudden it's like, but yet we're looking or we're looking too hard. Now you guys want to reciprocate and say, hey, you know what? That's too much. So there's that balance that needs to happen. And quite. Frankly, it's just that's going to be that controversy all the time. Yeah. It's like saying, like, you know, if a guy runs around shirtless and has, you know, like it's got a six pack, or whatever it is, and if he walks out into the public like that or whatever, he's going to get scolded. Where if a girl wears something just superly scantily clad, you know, it's okay. It's right. okay for her. Do I you mean, do you feel, uh, Jamie, as if like <laughs> some giggles. of those, as if uh, some of the women that come out about these reports and accuse men? What is it with them? Are they not confident in themselves? Because I feel like you would probably stop things. She'd shut before, it down. She would shut it down. Before things got too far. Yeah. Or like, what, what do you think the characteristics are behind a woman that is reporting someone? Not saying that, like, not all of them are valid, right? Obviously, some of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some times where I feel like it could be a woman just understanding her power and mm. abusing, abusing it. Abusing it. Yeah. So what characteristics do you think are I th- behind a woman like okay, that? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, and a lot of women aren't going to like this, but growing up in the industry that I did, being a model at a young age, you know. And when we're younger, we, we figure it out, right? You mean yes, you know like, your power is what you're no, saying. No, 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 no. You know when someone's intentions are Got it. not in the right space. Mm-hmm. And that's where we as women need to learn to remove ourselves from the situation. You don't keep going back. Yeah. You freaking leave and you find another job. Or this is what you've signed up for. Yeah. So you, you cut it off. And there's been so many jobs. I wanted the job so bad, but I knew... If I took the job, that's where it was going to go. Right. And I wasn't willing to. It came it with the price. It, it yeah. came with the price. Yeah. But that's also, and I, if I can add on to that too, yeah. and what George just said is I think that sometimes, um, you know, even though, like you said, you know, they still are going to push those boundaries just to see how far it goes. And all of a sudden it's like, but it's, it's like anything else. You have to learn over time on, on how to understand when those red flags come up, when that spider sense starts tingling, yes. you still kind of want to go in a little and bit I've, more. I've made mistakes. Yeah, you guys. And right. Exactly. That's like what I, I mean. Mm-hmm. For example, I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but I'm going to be honest. There was, um, a job, someone, you know, a specific company wanted to hire me. And I knew what his intention was. Okay. So I'm like, look, I'm in a relationship. So what I did, um, and this was a lesson learned for me. I doubled the rate because I'm like, eh, he's not going to pay this. And that was like kind of my way of like getting out of it. Right. He freaking accepted the contract. So here I am stuck (laughs) for a year. But I already knew going into it what what the intention was. So I made sure like my boyfriend knew like, hey, I'm not going to be alone with this guy. Hey, when there's dinners, you're coming. I need you to. So I needed that because I had, again, I created this for myself. And what ended up happening and the lesson that I learned is at some point, he couldn't be there to protect me at all times. Mm -hmm. And what freaking happened? That one time. That one time that... You know, all the dinners were like group dinners. Yeah. And that one freaking time picked up. And guess what? No one was at the freaking dinner. And there it is right there. Oof. So 
Yeah. And so then what do I do? Now, again, whose fault is it? It's my own because I, I accepted it and I created it. So then you have, like as a woman, especially for me, mm-hmm. and I feel this way as a business owner, I'm like, okay, what do I do? I, and I had the conversation with my daughters. I was like, this is because I want them to learn from my mistakes. Yeah. So I'm like, this is what happened. This is what I've created. And my daughter's like, you need to say something because if he did that to you, I guarantee mom, he's doing it to and other people. And that's the sad part of that as well. But They've never learned the their flip, lesson. I'm thinking too, and I know a lot, which I never would have thought this way about women unless I had experienced myself. I'm like, great though. I don't want to say anything because I know the second that I do say something, then all of a sudden there's going to be so many brands that aren't going to want to work with me okay. because I'm right. It's you, like, Ooh. You're, you spoke out. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I I've seen it with mm-hmm. businesses right. and even me as a business owner, like I want to hire people and be around people that I know that are safe and I feel comfortable. So if someone is, has a case like that, I'm a little more hesitant okay. to like bring them on board and subject them to my team okay. because I want to always provide a safe space. Right. So it's that, but what about teeter-totter? So let's talk. So let's go the step farther than on what George said. What about the ones who know what they're doing and it take it to the edge. And then all of a sudden they get, they get that reciprocation from that person. All of a sudden it's like, Oh no, Oh no, Oh no. It's like, like said me, me, me or whatever it it is. Right. Like you, it's so hard to differentiate between the two. Right. And then it, then it's just a shit show because I don't, our judicial system. Right. So then you have, you know, like who is George to decide whether you were right or I'm wrong. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And let's just yeah. face it. We so, all, we all, we all push our boundaries. You so know, like I think the whole thing is, is like us as women and men, like listen to your intuition, you know, don't put yourself in compromising situations. Right. right. And, and quite frankly, you know, just I'll take it for guys one step farther. There's a lot, <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's one thing that just, I feel like it's just really gets me. It's just like, you know, we, if we're, if we're in those situations where you meet someone and this is going to be a whole nother conversation for another day, because it is a topic that I want to do. And I, and I preach this all the time. One of those things where I hear from a lot of women where, you know, you meet a guy, you're at, you know, whether first time you're meeting, you're talking, whatever, then he just goes for the throat of like, oh my God. So do you want to go upstairs or do you want to, you know, or does something wrong? Let's say, right. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Like we were having a great conversation. I liked you, yeah. but then you just went over, you overstepped your boundaries too quickly. Yes. Now you're out. So why, so George answer me that one. Why did, why does this happen? And Riddle I told me this George. Well, shit guys just are afraid to be of upfront. Let's like, no, let's I just mean, be honest. Like, we think so, with our dicks more than anything else. In our heads, we get clouded. We, we overstill. It's like, it's like saying that, you know, like when, like when we're playing, let's just say like, you know, I have a question for you and all of a sudden you answer the question before I finish the question. You answer before I finish it and you're wrong. Right. It's yep. like, listen to the question first, George, mm-hmm. before I, before you answer, it yeah. wasn't about puppies. It was yeah. about cats. Dude. All right. So trust me, you know, I've, I've fucked up on this plenty, plenty of times where it's just, are you reading the signals wrong though? Or are you just thinking about no, what No, I think you it was just different situation stuff. Okay. It was more of like, that's all I expected of what was mm. going to happen. Mm. And, you know, at point, like when I was younger, there was points in time where I was not truthful about my intentions. And I think it happens a lot more with younger guys. But then like, if you just never learn, like it's not a good feeling. Right. Like, it's not a good feeling to leave and say, and no, Tell them like, oh yeah, you know, I'll I'll call you back, you know, or shit like that. But no, damn well, like that that's it. Right. Yeah. You're right. never gonna see me again. Right. Um, so 
And quite frankly, it's it, just, it's it a happens. Num- but quite frankly, let's also be honest, it's a numbers game. It's like let's say if you're out at a bar, club, whatever. If it is. that's your intention, correct. But, but it, like he said, is it is it ever like a good feeling? Do you wake up in the morning and feel good about? You yourself? mean from the guy's perspective? Yeah. I don't know. They could be a narcissist. Well, I don't I, fucking know. That's true. If you they know? are a narcissist, but I'm going to tell you, I bet in George's case. He kind of needed that to be the man he is now. And that, so and if he I wouldn't have experienced that, about that in his early 20s, he wouldn't be like the amazing person he right. is. And that's what 20s. I was getting Appreciate back that. to about yeah. longevity, yeah. about right? learning and growing yeah, and growth, you know? But yeah. some people, like, I mean, there's grown ass men that just, like, you know, like you said, their intentions are ill. And uh, the woman doesn't pick up that, I feel that little creepy vibe or whatever it is, you know? It's like, and, but the guy comes in good. Like, he's all, he's like, you know, he's in there, he's clear. You got, you're like, ooh, he might even get some tonight as far as the girl's concerned. And then he just oversteps the boundaries too quickly. And now she's like, no, just, you know what? I'm done. Get away from me. And it's like that one wrong step can fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a fine balance you put. Like, I mean, I like to consider myself a closer. Like, yeah, I, mean, I love you, George. Like, yes, fucking, I love that. Well, you get the, one of these from I'm me right here. <laughs> all in the lefty, right? Like, uh, let's close this game down. But yeah, no, it never felt good. I still like, I mean, like as you're having that conversation and everyone's being honest, I'm just like, yeah, no, that's a part where I really failed early on. But I, and I, the, the worst part is I was a high school teacher. So mm. like I'm teaching young mm. men at this point in time and I was not doing the things that I was preaching. So that was like the ultimate conundrum. Yeah. Um, that really helped me formulate who I am today, where it was just like, all right, I got to practice what I preach. And then you yeah. realize that too, when you get older, like for all you young kids listening, I don't know how many young listeners you have, like your brain, got about two, George. Your about brain two. develops, your brain develops. So if you made dumb mistakes when you were 19, just know that by the time you're 24, you have new brain connections yeah. through all those mistakes or just even brain growth that you're probably not going to be as um, compulsive of a reactor. Right. As mm-hmm. a, a conscious reactor. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So in your guys' opinion, what would be some things that a woman could take away if like uh, coming across a man like that? I mean, what, what are first and foremost, it's like cues? you have to like be able to like allow yourself to, which I feel like a, a lot of women do. Well, I, a lot of women, first of all, I feel like a lot of women are closed off when you approach them. Let's just be honest, you know, because like, mm. because so many guys hit on you in the first place. Like, let's be honest. It's like you're, you've been hit on 10 times just walking from point A to point B. Then the nice guy comes up and starts talking. You're not going to be able to decipher the nice guy from the other guys. Let's just be honest because he's got to do something so just kind of offbeat to where you go. I feel comfortable now. You know what I mean? Because I've I've seen it a thousand times, and I've been that guy to swoop in there and just be like, after laughing at all these idiots, going, "Hey, it's my turn, and let me show you how it's done." And I am the walking away at the end of the sunset, right? But most guys, or I'm sorry, most women are going to be closed off now. So you have to learn how to. George backed me up with this: break the break the wall first of all. Yeah. And then once you're in there, once your guard is let down, on which you probably know, how are you going to um, allow yourself to be? open and trustworthy at that point of me sitting here with you and, t- and having a conversation. It's your actions. Right. It's nothing. But then you when say. do you, but when do you, and so with that being said, it's, it's, and George backed me up here. I feel like it's, it's tough to see the flip, you know, like for instance, what I'm getting is I had a friend one time, this was probably a few months ago and I've had a few of them lately, but, um, they were talking to a guy, she's great conversation. And all of a sudden he went into fast, like, like it was at a hotel and he goes, Hey, can we go, do you want to go upstairs with me? After her friend walked away, they were all three of two girls, one guy, Hey, do you want to go upstairs with me? She's like, what the fuck? Like it just came out of nowhere. So he read the room wrong yeah. in theory. So and what did she say to him? She said she felt no, um, she said, first of all, we're done. 
No, we're, why, how did you even, why would you think that that just because I'm being, you know, like hands touchy feely, you know, we're having a conversation and then you just throw that little chink in there like mm -hmm. that little monkey wrench in there. She goes, thank you. No. And she goes, you need to go now walk away. And it ruined the rest of her evening. And what night. did, what did he, what was his response to that? He got up and he walked away. He didn't say, he was, I don't know if he it. said, I don't know. I can't speak for him, yeah. but I hope that he says, I'm really sorry. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think that or whatever, you, whatever. You'd hope. You'd right. hope. Some people, but, some you know guys, so funny, go, you guys go, go, go. <laughs> I did that one time. But do you wait, did what? Go ahead. <laughs> Said, we're going upstairs now. Um, yeah, I met a guy and I was like, let's just go to your room. But that's okay though. That see, <laughs> but it worked that's... for me. The guy's like, I think we're moving a little too fast here. <laughs> right? I think you read the room wrong. I you read totally the, I, read the room yeah. wrong. I'm hoping that guy didn't say, "Well, then fuck you then," and then walked up. I'm hoping he didn't do that. I hope he said, "I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, re I read the room wrong. I apologize," and then walked off. Versus, "Well, then fuck you then." Yeah, you know, I don't want to be with you anyways. You yeah. know, some people like the, that ego gets involved. They yeah. I just, I, 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 the thing that kills me with that is I don't see how people on the Las Vegas Strip and downtown, like it's just like a one night hookup culture thing where it's like, I don't, if you're looking to build a relationship with somebody, mm -hmm. then you need to just not do anything for a while. Like you post nut clarity uh, also exists when you, don't nut, you know, yeah. like there has been plenty of beautiful women that have walked in this studio that have kind of helped me realize that like, oh, like a young George, oh, I'll be all over that. Right. right. And then you realize after, uh, you know, a month or two of them coming back, you're like, oh, well, you know what? I'm, I'm glad that if I was single, I didn't go after that because of this, this and this. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just play it slow, guys. Like, I don't right. know. We're in I no don't hurry. Know. Yeah, I guess it depends you gotta, on your intention. Like, are you looking yeah, are for you... a one night stand or are you looking Shit. for a relationship? Yeah. Because the way you treat someone, if you're looking for, you know, something of substance is going to be different than if you're just looking for like a hit it, quit it. But yeah. you're hoping, but you're hoping that your energy matches up to that person who's also looking for that. That's the thing. So it's like, if I'm looking for that one night stand and I'm talking to you or in my brain, I'm like, yeah, she's the one. I'm going to have this one night stand with her. And you're just like that girl where you're like, I just want to meet someone and hang out and just nice meeting you. And then that's it for the evening. There's the energies have to match up. And that's where people skew it and miss. That's where they miss. Yeah. You know, it's like, like me reading your energy going, okay, I'm talking to her, but I know that she's not going to want to go home or I know she's not that type of girl for, for tonight. Cause I know you're that type of girl for other nights you know, as well. <laughs> but at the same time, you're just not in that mood that night. So me, I need to be able to read the energy. If I'm looking for that one night or, Hey, I'm in a one night stand type of mood. My energy needs to be locking in on a girl who's similar to that type of mood for that night right. as well. And that's, and and that's I, doable. I, I, let me just clarify and say, I am not, um, <laughs> I've had like one, one night stand in my, I know. in my life. So that's typically not my ammo. And I do believe that not everyone deserves access to me. So there right. are so many things that need to align before, right. like I'm ever going to give someone kind of the time of day. So for that guy who comes to you, like I just said, and is expecting, oh, wow, she's freaking hot, da, da, da. I'm going to see if I, I bet I can get a one-nighter with her. And they're, a not, one -nighter. they're not reading the room with you then after they start talking with you. And you're, let's say you're flirting, bantering back. There's a different type of flirt, flirting mm -hmm. going on here where they should be able to see between the lines. Don't I think, you agree? I think I'm pretty, the energy I put out, people know. Okay. With, within the first like few minutes. Right. And but a lot of guys, George, a lot of guys don't though, right? If they don't, oh, then I'll, yeah. I'll say it. Like even like, um, you know, I've 
when dating, I've been invited on trips, mm -hmm. but I'm not going on a trip with you. Like I'm never going to, I'm at this point, I'm not going to sleep with you. I'm not sharing a room with you. It's not going to happen. Right. So I have no problem saying that. Right. Like I don't need the trip. But what about the idiot who still goes and Hey, okay. Yeah. You said that for the first time, but I'll get in that room the second night. That's I'm saying from his if point of view. If someone even joked with me like that out loud, I wouldn't even. No, 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 them. no, no. I'm saying that oh. he's thinking that is what he's thinking <laughs> he's in his thinking? internal thoughts. He's thinking like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. She doesn't, she, uh, you get your room that first night, but I get, I, I know we're going to mm -hmm. be together that second, third, fourth night. Yeah. That's I, they're not, once again, they're thinking about themselves. They're not really caring about you. Right. It's kind of comical because it, it has happened. Right. Like, um, yeah, I I was like, yeah, I'll, you know, after like a few dates and hanging out with someone, I kind of knew, like we know, mm -hmm. but then we try and bargain with ourselves. And I learned Good this, um, like in my early thirties, cause I'm like, well, I like this, this, and this, but you can't fake desire. So if I don't desire him mm -hmm. off the, off the bat, that's not going to change. Like me spending a month with him isn't going to make me want to rip his clothes off. Right. So what I learned is if the desire is not there, then I probably should move, move along. Okay. Even though all the other things are there. So what happens is we end up sharing a bed and I'm very clear. And I'm like, look, I don't mind sleeping with you, but I want you to know we're not having sex. Right. So, but what is, what is he thinking though? Oh, he's thinking that that's what she says. So then this so means course, once again, you're putting you get, yourselves into those predicaments again. I, I am, but I right. also know me that I'm not like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like I, I'm not going to sleep with you. So but don't you feel you you're setting up, yourself up to some sense of, I this hate to I, I don't want to say male bashing, but like you're, you're putting yourself in danger. I'm in not, theory. he, he is putting himself in danger. Okay. Um, one, because. And, and again, this is my younger, my right, younger self right. to where I wouldn't operate in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I had one guy say, I don't know how you resist me. <laughs> and I'm like, are you like, you knew from day I one, I told you. Yeah. So never when I've said, I'm not going to sleep with you. Has any man ever changed my mind? And I'm like, all right, that. I'm going to let you I in. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's a no go. So what I learned is. If the desire is not there, I, I can't. Right. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter if you have X, Y, and Z. When it comes to that, like you there stick has to, to your be, guns. yeah, right. There has to be like an attraction, like, yeah. Okay. And George, if you heard that from a girl, what Jamie just said, yeah. What What is your brain thinking? Like, let's go with the old George, not the new George. What would yeah, the old uh, George think? Old George would. Yeah, no, bro. It's just a constant chase. Like, I, right. I mean, there's, they probably want you more. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> probably. Right. You said something, Chris, where it was like they're all they're thinking about is themselves, but I think it's quite the contrary. I think all they're thinking about is her. But that, like, but that's them being selfish in like their conquering. own rights, is what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, towards. But, that's that's but still I, internal, though. I think the best, but I think selfish is great, and that's that's where the conflict comes in. Like, if guys want girls, like, yeah. Be selfish with yourself in your time, and then she'll realize you're a value. You're I not just that. a fucking I toy. No, and I understand. But if she enjoyment. said, if she said, "Hey, you know, I'll, 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 of course, I'll get in bed with you tonight. I'll sleep, but we're not doing anything." You know, that's that's also like but in it our wasn't brain. That way. He, okay. Like in the in the beginning, I'm like I'm sleeping in my own room. I have my space, and he's like, he kind of talked me into it, which right. I allowed. And I'm like, I just. I but don't you understand mind. that's still a win for him. He's still winning. 
That's, that's a, a huge. You know, jump. am I right, yeah. George? He's Sleeping in a bed is, like you just, is pretty much right. But she like, just said the first night. She, and I'm sorry, we don't. Go, no, this is young, but this yeah, is yeah. for everyone. It's like you know, like the first night you're in your room. Second yes. night now you're no, in no, his no, bed. No, no, no. The first night that we, because he had a two bedroom space. Yes. So I put my stuff in the second room because that's where I plan to sleep. Right. And then when bedtime came, he was like, oh, no, you're sleeping with me. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, which is. And we've been, so this is like when, like I said, I had been married for, so I'm figuring it out. You know, I'd been married for like 10 years. I got married when I was 18 and I'm like, whoa. So this is how like I figured it out and had to learn. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, and then it happened again. And then I'm like, okay, I need to change some things here because right. this is not going to be a thing for me. Right. Right. But not having experienced that I wouldn't have learned. Of course. And this is how you get better and better yes. as you, uh, with these sort of situations in life in general, so I'm like, like is how this George how got better happens? with his stuff is as well. Is this how yeah. it's going to go down? And for me, it's not because right. At the end of the day, we're always in charge. And I get that 1000%. And I hope that every guy knows that as well. <laughs> that seriously, I hope that I don't, because sometimes they overstep boundaries where we're like, it's not, it's, it's not warranted. Yeah. So know? in both those cases, I didn't sleep with them. And I appreciate that. You hear but. that guy? You're shit out of luck. So we're, yeah, George yeah. might've gotten lucky. Fucking all of a sudden. Hey, he was okay, so fucking the bed. He was he was face down just grinding his <laughs> cock on the bed. George is bad. Oh, this is miserable. So like to your point, George, when you were saying that it it's not about him being selfish, what were you what's your point? Oh no, I was saying that like for me, the best mate that you can find is one that's selfish with themselves and that prioritizes themselves first. Those are the ideal mates because mm-hmm. uh, all these like me too things revolve around a person's desire for someone else. And if your desires aren't for yourself, then I think that's where you can run into issues. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where everything gets. But it's convoluted. Like you said, right. Now. It's like selfish right. in the wrong yeah. way. But wait, yeah. can you explain? Because I'm not really. I'm not so really what he's saying? It's like he's saying like, OK, so first of all, why? Let's go. Give let's talk about example. Let's talk about chivalry. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's go with chivalry first. OK, yep. so chivalry, okay. I feel like is dying. You know, like like a guy doesn't open a I, I'm, I'm I'm assuming and I and I probably well, most women out there. Fuck. Yeah, they don't. Guys don't open doors for girls. The guys anymore. I date do. OK, that's good. OK, I but, open the door for you. And, and yes, you do. And thank you for that. You know, and I, I reciprocate a thousand times over. But the thing is, like sometimes we uh, like in this day and age, guys are nervous of even doing that because they feel like if you open a door like I've ha- I've had three women just like randomly open a door. going, Oh, I can get that myself. Thank you. And it was almost mm. like with a kind of like with an edge. And oh. I looked at, and I remember looking at one, I used this as an example. I think I might've talked it on here before I said, I go, oh, I, 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 I hear you, but you know what? But I'm still always going to do it for you. And they walked like in still laughed at me though. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I, and I was being selfish as George said, okay. for me, I'm yeah. not losing You're... just because you told me not to open the door. Now, most people go, shit, I'm going to back off that. If I see a woman, I'm never going to open a door again. Cause I, I'm afraid of what they're going to say. Oh. But, but I it's would... like, yeah, you stand your ground for what you think is right. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the day, what I was getting to with the whole selfish thing is like, you're not attractive if you're not taking care of yourself first. Okay. That's what I was getting yes. at. Like if your priorities are out trying to get pussy every single day, <laughs> you're definitely missing the mark on a lot of things that you should be doing ex- like internally, whether it's like reflecting or yeah. wondering why things haven't been working out for you. Right? right. Why do all these girls keep saying no? It's well, it's because you aren't taking time to reflect on the human being that you are right. You're not mm-hmm. confident in yourself. So, um, it's easy for guys to convolute that. Cause I had a lot of students 
that would be the best boyfriends in the world, right? Fucking text back right on time, mm -hmm. you know, walk them from class to class. My day revolves around you. That's where it's messed up. Yep. Yeah. Right. Right. And but uh, that's also learn. I feel like that's also a learning curve, though, that I hope as well. And um, it's one of those things where I think I learned like what Georgia said. That was me because I didn't start dating until college, and I realized the first the first girl that I went out with and had my one night stand with that I was like, you know, and I saw her for weeks, and I was like, oh my god, she's older, she's beautiful, da da. I got that moment with her. Now, after the moment, day later, she was like, what's your name? Who are you? And just like, just made me feel like an idiot. You and I was such a that. good guy. And I was like, fuck this. So my thing was like, my learning curve was like, I'm going to fuck women before they fuck me over because oh, I got no. selfish. But no, yeah. not a no, because it made me who I am today. It's like one thing that my girlfriend, my partner says to me, she goes, one thing I love about you, Chris, is that you're, you're, you're a good guy, but there's just enough dick in you to make it work because I'm, I can be an asshole yeah. and I stand my ground. And that's what he's talking about. Like I, I'm you like, found yourself and I, in I that, did. Right? And so I was I'm, such like, I thought, Oh, you got to be that good guy and this and that. And like, what's, what's the saying? Good guys finish last. That's not necessarily true. Good guys can finish first. As long as you keep that edge, like George talking about, and you know who the fuck you are. Drop the mic on that one. Thank you very much. Womp, 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 womp. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it made you, made you tingle. Jamie's <laughs> <laughs> got goosebumps and hide on that one. <laughs> but, that, but, that's, but that to me is like, that's what all guys should what, be. What, it's what like, shot did you take again? <laughs> hey, that's the, power. That's like the power, power shot, goddamn. Power shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. And George, I'm going to like, I'll segue this and we can like start winding this down. He said something about how guys are. And that's where me now as a dating coach now, back and I'm now in the dating space, I'm going to plug this on our own show is the fact that I'm here to help those guys and girls to figure what that is for each person. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's like, you know, there's a lot of guys who are, uh, you know, let's call them, let's just call them, they're not alpha males, you know, like they're betas, right? And a lot of them got, I want that beta male, I want that alpha guy. You can be alpha and still have a sense of who you are inside of you. You know, like you don't, for a fact, you don't want any guy just all day long, yes, Jamie, whatever you want, Jamie, oh, I'm here for you, Jamie. And you're like, get the fuck away from me. Mm -hmm. I know that, that this is why you long distance date. If a guy was up your ass throw 24 seven, they would not be the guy for you. Mm -mm. Agreed? But, she goes, well, hold on, but. I know. <laughs> it's true, Jamie Villa. I know you well enough to know. Say that, George? I said there's a balance. No, but, but the balance, balance, but George, the balance is, is knowing who you are, like you yeah, just said. Yeah, yeah. Not that guy who's always like, yes, 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 ma'am, yes, ma'am, whatever yep. for you, for you, for you. And then you're going to go, hey, why don't you go do something for you? Why don't you go hang out with your friends? Why don't you go do know, this? And then got know, some guys would say no to that, but I'm like 100% yes, because right. that's her being her. You Correct. know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. The, the guy that I'm dating now, I feel like he is similar as what you just described. But I... is he here or is he long distance though? <laughs> no, you laugh, but answer the question. <gasps> He where does he long, live, Jamie? You don't distance. have to say where. Okay, okay, and yeah. that's why well, when he's long distance, he's doing what the fuck he wants to do. But when he's with you, of course he's going to treat you like a queen. Yeah. Of course he's going to spend 24-7 with you. I said, I babe, would... what's your credit card? And he just sent it right, right. away. But that, that's hilarious. Like... <laughs> but George, seriously though, like in long distance that fact, it's like saying like, you know, me being, um, you know, um, um, from a divorce, you know, with yes. my kids. I yeah. have my kids on a certain weekend. Of course I'm devoted to my kids. Full on kid mode that weekend. Mm -hmm. Nothing else matters but my kids. But when I'm not with them, it's about me, me, me. You know, yes. that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's the same thing. I like it. Yeah. So, all right. All right, guys. Well, we, we spun this one and I'm glad we did. It's I a know. great debate. We'll have to like come back to the whole feminism because yeah. <laughs> we like, we totally sidetracked, but it's okay. No, but I like this off the cuff yeah. charge because it's like, it's, it stems, you know, like I said, it all stems from the start of this. It's just like where women and men fit 
together. Sometimes it, it is a puzzle, yeah. you know, and sometimes the pieces don't all fit, but we're meant to find things that work for us. That's, that's the beauty of why we're here today. Right. As you and, you know, we yeah. don't, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but I love you to death. And I, and I, I quite too. frankly, I see your point of view and I see yours. Yeah. So, and George, we never see yours. So you know, <laughs> that was out of left field, yeah. today, out of pocket. I don't George, know what the fuck you were talking about today, dude. We need to get that dude. camera on you. We so do need that. We love you, man. can see how hot and sexy George is. <laughs> no, just let my Shit, voice. Shit, me to me. No, just, <laughs> no, no, no. Close your eyes, <laughs> put me on late at night, and I'll take you out. This is the yes. Dating Intelligence Podcast, hosted by Christopher Lewis and Jamie Villamore, and I am George behind the decks. Love Ladies it. and gentlemen, have a good, great rest of your evening. And now my panties are wet. Do you see that? Yeah. <laughs>